Hello, hello, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Excuse Me Brother podcast. As you can tell, I'm posting again. It's your boy, Brother Tay. And with me on the turntable, with me on the turntable, it is producer, producer Jay. I feel like that, that has a better ring to it. If you're going to say Brother Jay, producer Jay, or Brother Tay, producer Jay, you know? I'm down, I'm down with producer Jay, that's fine. Okay. I'm, that allows me, that probably, that makes it easier to write on on the the summaries when I have to describe the episode. There you go. The, the memory. There you go. So as you know, this was when I put like when I, I do like the summaries for every episode and put it on YouTube and like the podcast uh, websites. Yeah. I I don't it's not like I listen to it. I go up based on my own memory of what, what happened. <laughs> what, <was> <laughs> it's like a spark notes version of like what we talked about. Absolutely I'd be like, all right, what was funny to me? What what like what stood out the most? And then I'll be like, that 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 happened. I yeah. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, brother Jay is not here again. He's gonna take a brief hiatus to take care of some personal issues, but he will be back when he's ready. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be filling in for him on a weekly basis. So yeah, cause I can't because technically I can't talk to myself without some psych <laughs> without psych help. I was gonna say you could talk to yourself, but I don't know how healthy that is. That's going to lead to a lot more questions than we need to get into. Perhaps. Well, speaking of being by yourself, uh, today's topic. (laughs) Um, Loneliness in men. So, because I feel like... What happened? It's like, this brother lonely. This brother lonely. What what are you doing? I'm being interrupted by dogs again. Nah, it happens. I got a, a crier <laughs> under my table. Why are you crying? He, he wants to be part of the podcast you know, too. <laughs> this is she. She just oh she under my table. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm not all right. Continue. I'm sorry. No. Um. So um. Tay, have Tay. you or are you? Or are you or have you ever been lonely before? I guess. Yeah, yeah, let's say yes. Really? You you have to think about that one. Oh, because I don't normally feel lonely. Like, really? I don't, that's I don't, interesting. Honest, yeah, I don't ever really feel lonely. Mostly because, like, even when I was, like, even when I was, like, doing stuff, like, I was, like, before I ever got into a relationship, I never really understood the idea of loneliness. Hmm. Well, I didn't, I don't think I ever, I didn't feel lonely until I got into a relationship. Cause then that's, that's like wait, you talking about like after the fact or like while you were in it? A little, um, like when I a little bit of both. It wasn't too mm. much of a sense. Like when I was in, when I was, when I was in my the serious relationship, right? Uh, there were times where I felt lonely because like it was just like that. I guess just that it was just happening that day. Like sometimes you'll just go through a moment where you just feel lonely. But, yeah, but at, definitely after the breakup, it was definitely a part of time. I'm like, I'm like, damn, I feel lonely. Right. But, I mean, I feel like that's that's kind of like the trope post relationship. Like you just go through your lonely phase. Like you, everybody got to go through it. I don't think there's a person alive, male or female, that doesn't go through that phase after a relationship. Yeah, but now that I, I think I, I think you won't really ever really get out. Like, but it's been a while since I felt like oh, I've been sitting down. Like, damn, I feel lonely. Like, I it's been a very it's been a I think like a very good a few months ever since I felt like that. Really, how how long did it last? 
like when you were going through it, if you can recall. Maybe like a two days, maybe. Really? It wasn't, so you don't really go through like, it a lot, like. <laughs> like I saw artwork, but like I was personally, as you know, as like as you listen to the podcast, I have so I have a lot of friend groups, man. I have that's, a lot of friends. That's it. Well, yeah, that, like, it's, it's funny you bring yeah. that up because um, I was actually doing some reading on this topic, and uh, apparently, the uh, one of the main uh, reasons why men feel lonely is because. I think it was like since 1995, mm-hmm. the amount or the percentage of lonely men has dropped, or the percentage of men who don't feel lonely has dropped from 50% to 27%. Since so, a percentage of men who don't feel lonely. Yeah, and that's so- mostly be- mostly due to their friend groups. And like, not a lot of people have large or even close friend groups anymore. I since think back in the day. I have to tell you the truth, for someone who's seen, like, I, the first thing, I don't have a lot of, I don't really have a lot of relationship, like, like experience. Like, a lot of people you'll talk to, they'll be like, oh, I have, like, this, like, they'll be like, I have, like, like, five ex-girlfriends, or, like, seven yeah. to, like, double digits. I've only, te- technically, I only have, like, two. Okay. I only have two ex-girlfriends, so I'm not really the best when it comes to relationship status, though. Right or like not relationship status like relationship like relationship experience though the relationships were long, mm-hmm. I guess I do. Um, I've definitely seen as the friends who as my friends got in a relationship, I've seen people, men and women, like as they get into relationship, they just kind of cut off people. Yeah, that's very and, true. And I kind of think that's really what leads to that. It's not as just and it goes to it's both men and women. Like once they're in a relationship, they like spend less time and like they're cutting off friend groups. They're cutting off friends, and well, they're like, "Oh, I'm just it's like, oh, it's like all I need. It's like I'm just gonna spend all my time with my significant other." Until so, like if they unfortunately, if they it doesn't unfortunately work out because sometimes it just doesn't. Right. Now they're just there. Like I got no one to message because I spent six months like not talking to people. Right. And then you got the anxiety. Then you got to be like, I don't know if I should message anyone. How they're gonna feel about me? It's interesting you say that because, um, generally in that in that article that I was reading, they say that men are most lonely are more lonelier than women are specifically for that reason. Because <laughs> when men are in a relationship, like you said, they tend to kind of cut off their friends. Not to like say, oh, like I don't want to do anything with them. It's just like they feel like it's ne- uh, they want to spend more time with their significant other because they don't want to feel they don't want them to be like neglected or whatever. Um, um, contrast to women who tend not not to say it's all women, but women tend to stick with their friends and do more stuff with their friends while in a relationship so that. If anything were to happen to that relationship, that friendship is still there. Whereas with men, it's a little bit more of a struggle. They have all they have a lot of girls, women, a lot of women like to stick. They stick together. Men stick together too, which is why, like as a person, I'm more of a friend. I'm definitely a fan of like not cutting off people in your relationship. Right. I I mean I try not to. I'm I mean I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I do fall. I I am a little bit guilty of that. 
<laughs> whenever like I feel like because I have I don't really have a lot of friends to begin with, but I feel like I feel guilty because I'm not the type to do stuff for myself. So whenever like the opportunity to hang out with friends comes around or, or like if I get invited to stuff, I I feel like I need to see if it's OK, if it's not going to be a bother, which generally speaking, it's not. Um, but still, it's like an internal thing that I I'm have not, to. I'm not gonna lie to you. So when I was in my relationships, whenever I got invited by my friends to go anywhere, I definitely just went. I didn't even give a fuck. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm not like the only thing I ask. I'd be like, "Hey, do we?" Ha-? I would literally be like, "Hey, do we have anything planned this day?" And if there, and she's like, "No," I'd be like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna hang out with this. I'm gonna hang out with these people that day." Then I feel like and for me, like, it's more yeah. of just a personal thing. I, I just oh. have anxiety about that stuff, so I just tend to ignore it, and I'm just like, oh, oh no, I'm person, I'm all like, I, in any relationship I've ever been in, they're like, oh, like, do you want to hang out with me that with this? I was like, nah, I already agreed to go somewhere else. So now, you can message me, I'll answer your messages when I get the chance, because like I'm always even like if someone if I'm if I'm in a relationship with someone and they text me, I normally text back as soon as I see it, like I text back really fast, right, but. Other than, like, you don't... Like, I'm gonna tell you everything that's happening. Like, if you get jealous or anything like that, there's nothing I can help you with. Like, I can just tell you straight up. That's how, that's how a lot of my things go. I'm like, hey. Like, they'll be like, I'm, like I kind of feel like you're spending a lot of time with your friends. I'm like, they invite me places. Like, nah, you ain't playing nothing. Like <laughs> Granted, like, mo- uh, at least in my particular case, most of my time is mostly dedicated to my kids. So... That's, yeah, you got kids. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a little bit different, um, but generally speaking, like I said, uh, men feel like they can't. Not that they can't, but they generally tend not to um, stick with their friends post relationship, or it, like it, it's not that they don't stick with them, but they're afraid. Not afraid, but they they don't reach out. You know, it's like it takes somebody coming in. To to like say hey yo you good what's what's going on like men don't really speak up about their feelings and granted we that was a whole nother episode that you guys talked about um but that that leads into loneliness and menace like it's kind of like self inflicting you know I'm still mad about the introduction to that episode don't <laughs> forget okay I'm still, I'm still salty about that it's all good no not really salty but like damn that really hurt Nah, i get that but that's what i'm saying though it's like it's one of those things that we don't it, it's like a subconscious thing that when when we're dealing with when men deal with stuff we tend to deal with it alone and that's yeah. not that's that's not good or you tend you tend to deal with it alone, or like you still as on. I'm gonna tell you like personally, I still I deal with all my issues alone, but I still like go out like to put a public face on. Well, like so no, no, man, I had if women put on makeup, goddamn this this face hides a lot of issues. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> They're like, you good? I'm like, yeah. You see me smiling and laughing, and it's like, man, why that person have to die? <laughs> Oh, but I want you to know this. I saw this video, and this shit had me rolling, and it made me feel so sad. I'm sorry to cut it off. What's that? But, like, I was I was on, I think I was on Instagram, and this dude was, like, like, how I feel after, like, I had, after I seen 22 of my friends get killed this year. What the and hell? And my brain went, I was like, 22 this year? That was in this, um, yo, it's... I was like, oh, no. I was like, you lost. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, that's... 
That's that's very. I'm like I'm like give up, homie. You lost. You lost the team. You lost the football team. That's what you lost. Yeah, but it is over. After that, I I don't even know how I could even continue. Like I was like, I I don't even need friends anymore. They're all continue. (laughs) It's the fact that he said twenty two got killed. I'm like, yo, who's killing these people? Right. Like, are they all accidental? I'm gonna say, like, are oh, they in a like, gang? Least, is that? I don't know. I didn't look into it, but my brain went like, God damn, 22. Uh, the most I buried in the year was six. I can't do 22. <laughs> That's excessive. Excessive. I that quit. Definitely. A mess if up. I lose, if I lose 22 friends in one year, I'm moving back to my parents and staying in the basement. Don't ever call me. <laughs> Solitary but confinement. Don't, don't call me, cause now I'm, cause now I'm cursed. I, I, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I don't want you to, to be hurt by my friendship. Like you want to, like you want to be friends with me? You better might as well pick out your box right now. There you go. Pick out your box. Pick out your urn. It's it's not happening, bro. You ain't making it past whatever age you are right now. Yeah, no, that's that's a lot. I'm sorry. Continue. No, it's good. Um, <laughs> no, so like just speaking from like personal experience i mean i'm not gonna lie i've been lonely a lot and honestly it's it's tough because i like i said men tend not to they tend to like take it on the chin just deal with it and just power through and i feel like that's what i had to do because again going back to the whole thing like um people don't really listen and maybe not that they don't listen maybe some do but they don't like try to understand like what you go through so whenever i dealt with my bouts of like loneliness and stuff like i tried to like distract myself and not to pretend like i'm not going through it but like just focus like hyper focus on something and for me i mean we we've talked about it before like video games it's like an outlet and escapism and I felt like that was for me. Um, do you have like outlets that you? I have whenever I so I don't really like I said whenever I go through like bouts of stuff like that. Like video games is a good outlet from like things like that. Like we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like to like write, really like, create like create stories and create poems. Wow. I don't share. I don't. Some of them I don't share. I do share a lot of them with uh, another friend of mine. And then I do to this is before because I I've already I I had therapy before, right? So so before I was doing therapy, I kind of would just like I was always I always was able to like to just sit down by myself, just to try to see if I knew what was going on, just not to be afraid to like just to be alone in my thoughts to see where it leads me. See, that's it can be very good, but it also can be very bad. It depends oh, on a, how. No, it's a it's a very it's a very weird slope to go to, because some days and so when you go through it, like because on um when you go through certain things, like you'll leave it. If you try to go through it, it'll, you don't know how far it's gonna take you, and then you don't know if you didn't go far enough. True. So like it's it's a really weird slope to always be on. Right, and that's also like you brought up like therapy. That's also like a good outlet for if you feel like you are alone. And granted, I, I probably should take my own advice because, like, I've been mm-hmm. talking about it, looking into it, but, like, for whatever reason, I just can never just bite so the bullet and do it. it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just Sometimes. one of those things that I just need to just 
go and dive headfirst into. If you do do it, as a, as a friendly advice, do not be afraid to not be like, I'm not connecting with this therapist. I need a different one. See, that, I feel no like, f- yeah, that was probably one of my fears. It's like, what if I feel like it's not working? Like, do I just keep going or like what? Sometimes, as a, sometimes it's just not. Sometimes you just don't connect with a therapist. It's fine. Like some people, like you might get this therapist. You'll be like, oh, the first session went well. And the second session, you're like, I didn't get anything out of it. And then you want to try it a third time and you don't get anything out of it again. It may not be you. It mean it mean just like you and this therapist didn't really connect well this time. Mm. It's no shame in like being like, hey, I appreciate it, but like I think I need to find someone that that I can connect to a little better than I can with you. Right. This is how some people are. I mean, I, like my uh, when I had I had a black female therapist, which I was able to connect to. But like I, and part of me is like, I wonder what it have been like if I got an African American male therapist. Like I wonder what would have been the different advice that was given to would have been given to me then. Yeah, you so could there's have no like shame connected there. better. Yeah, I I felt I was connected with the therapist I had, but like part of me is like, man, I could have like would have been different. Like like what is the difference if I got something else? Like what if I even got a Hispanic male therapist or a Hispanic woman therapist? Oh, uh, like because every cult remember every culture is different, right? They yeah they handle stuff differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's um talk about how loneliness can be a a positive and a negative. Let's go. So, in I'm gonna talk about the negative first, just because I feel like that's the easiest topic. So, mm-hmm. oftentimes when men feel lonely, they tend to take it out on women. And that's what leads to what we call like toxic masculinity and all that stuff. Um, mm. Mm, okay. hmm. Why you didn't? Um, no, I just never really thought about it that way. I can see. No, it, I though. mean, d- generally speaking, like if you listen to like all these, these freaking like the Andrew Tates and and uh, Fresh and Fits or whatever, like that you can tell <laughs> in their arguments <laughs> and what they say that it, it's from a place of loneliness. That they probably had somebody in their past that freaking like screwed them up, whether it be a relationship, a, a family member, a parent, whatever the case may be, that they they were just completely traumatized from it and they internalized it while they went through their lonely phase and it came out as misogyny. They can't, they can't it came out like that and they never really faced it. Exactly. So now just, that's it. that's just that's they feel like that's who they are and like that's that's the only way to view life because of what they went through. No, I, I no, I can see that. And that I just never, I never really, until until you said it, it just never really clicked in my mind like that. Like, because I've definitely seen people who've been like, this heartbreak has like, like I've I've been heartbroken, so I'm never going to trust this. I'm never going to trust women again. Yeah. Like, there's a, especially in like movies and TV shows. No, I went through it too. Like I um in my last relationship that I after that like it was I went through a really dark time where I was just like, you know what, fuck everything. I don't want to I don't want to deal with women anymore. Like it, it was I mean, granted it didn't last that long, but it happens. And uh-huh. I was able to like break myself out of that mindset, but a lot of people aren't. They nah. just they dwell in it, they soak it in, and that becomes who they are, and it, it it ruins it for everybody else because then like they set a bad example for other men, and 
you know, like that's it's it's a bad image to put to uh, put out there. No, you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. I can definitely see it. It's just weird. Hmm. Yeah. It's all. It always. It always like. It always amazes me how like so many like one tra- one event can lead to so many other outcomes in someone's personality and the way they think. It's always interesting. It that's that's honestly it's crazy because like I whenever I see somebody like that, I try to not like overanalyze, but I try to see it. It's um. What do they call it? Uh, is it em- empathy? I always get sympathy and empathy mixed up. Sim- uh, I think it's empathy. It's I empathy where you can put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, empathy is when you put yourself in someone else's shoes. Sympathy is just when you feel bad for the person. Right. So, like, I, I tend to, like, be empathetic towards people who who react or act out that way. Because... Mm-hmm. You feel overall, like it could have been you. Well, not necessarily that it could have been me, but I, I, I want to see like, like what, what were the steps that led them to this point? Because like mm-hmm. everybody starts somewhere. It's not like just somebody's just like that. Like something had to happen. Like you don't. I mean, unless they're just raised that way. But yeah, some people were raised that way. But then again, you're still like that's that's empathy and curiosity because you're like, I wonder. True. Like you feel you feel for them, and you're able to put yourself in their shoes. Because you'd be like, okay, this happened, and then that happened. So now I can see it. And then, but that's also curiosity. You'd be like, damn, what else happened that led to this? That's right. something I, I am I am over-empathetic. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. No, I, and that's, I, I am too. <laughs> and that's, that, that's not even when it comes to like just feeling lonely. It's about any situation that's happening. Yeah. No, I, I in general I am like that cuz I don't I like to to I mean maybe this might be naive from of me but I like to look at the good in people. Like even the worst person, well maybe not the worst person, but mm-hmm. like in relation to like my life, the worst people that I can think of have gone through certain things in their life that led them to be why where they are and why I don't like them. That doesn't me being empathetic towards them doesn't mean that I'm I'm just automatically gonna forgive them. But I like to understand, you know. No, I got it. You're more I I'm more of a, I just like to see things from both from from three sides of the story because everyone says there's always two sides to the story. Technically, there's always three sides to a story. <laughs> well, yeah, there's one side and there's the other, and then there's the truth. Uh, four then. <laughs> well, what was the one you're thinking of? I think it, it's your like if it's it's my side, it's your side. It's the person that watched it all happen, and then it's the truth. <laughs> That's what uh, I was thinking. Well. But the truth and the person that watched could be the same story. Well, it also like, depends on like the the person the who who is the person who witnessed it because yeah. they can have like certain biases. Absolutely, because like when it comes to memory, as humans, we we don't always remember things exactly how it is. We will like we will put a memory buffer. And it's like to fill some of the holes that makes us look that will make you look good or make you look bad depending on your mental state. Right. A lot of people like to see themselves in the light, but uh, yeah, I'm. I always just want to know what all the sides of the story were that led to this. I'm like, okay, this ha- this person's angry with this person. All right, why? Why is this person angry? Why does this person not get it? What really happened? Yeah, I mean, I, did yeah, you I, see what happened? I do that too whenever like a controversy happens and I try to like get all the information because a lot of people tend to like just pick a side rather than actually formulate their own opinion. That's a lot of people now. It's a very quick reaction place. 
Yeah. That's for, that's for another episode. Right. Yeah, we, we can go on a whole tangent about that. That's reaction, um, that's react, reaction culture now. True. Very true. Um, so what, what are some of the positives about being lonely? As I can think of one, I'm not going to look it up because I'll look it up later. But <laughs> I think one of the positive things that you can, I think one of the positivity things about being lonely is that it kind of leads you, it kind of leads you into an interesting state of mind where other, you don't know where you're going to come out. Like you can come out motivated or you can come out understanding yourself more than you have. Right. Or it could just, it might, just because you're lonely, you might going to lead you to situ. It might lead you to solutions that you didn't think of. That's the thing. Yeah. You're like, it's like, okay, like I'm sad. Like I'm alone. I'm alone. Like I feel lonely. How do I feel? Like some people will be like, I just feel lonely and there's nothing I can do about it. Some people will be like, why do I feel lonely? What, like, how, why do I feel, what, what is like some of the main causes that makes me feel lonely? Yes. And, and like, what are like, the, like, you go on. Oh, no, that they can address it like head on. Mm-hmm. See, like personally, I, um, I'm kind of like that where, like whenever I'm, I dealt with being lonely. I at first it starts out bad because I get into my own thoughts. I get in and like start thinking negatively, but I end up realizing that whenever I'm like backed into a corner, whenever I feel like I'm I am alone in certain things, I always tend to persevere, and it it granted I don't like being in that in that state, but it's put me in positions where I had to succeed, where I had to figure things out because otherwise I, I was, I was no use to anybody. And Uh, like I said, me being a father, like I, I can't just sit around and mope, you know, as much as I want to. Yeah. So I can tell you, I can tell you, I I looked it up. So I'm going to tell you some things I speak that come out from being solid, from feeling lonely, what loneliness can help you with. Right. Which is one of the first ones that comes up is something we literally just talked about was that it leads uh being alone leads to an increase in and emp- empathy right like you're able to empathize with people a lot more because you've been alone that makes it sense. also it sparks creativity um yeah. being alone helps your mind helps it's supposed it's supposedly they say those who spend more time alone are known to be more creative. Well, yeah, and like, see, like you, you to... said, like you like to do poems and and write. Uh-huh. And uh, as a person, uh, yeah. But I'd also, say right now, know... I used to I used to draw when I was when I was younger. Granted, I wouldn't say I was lonely, but when I was alone and I didn't really go out and do stuff, I would draw, and I would I would draw like like Dragon Ball Z stuff, and I I would like trace stuff. I actually made my own comic one time. Uh, you was the you was a special nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I wish I knew where those were. That they were freaking cool. At least I'm, when I was I'm, younger, <laughs> I'm positive they were great. But like I can say, you was a special nerd. You were great. There's two more. So being alone can help you build mental strength. As we are as we are social creatures, it's important for us to have connections with people. But solidarity also makes it important, so that way, when you are alone, you are able to strengthen your you're able to strengthen your mental strength and your own connection with your inner self. That's very that's true. Enough. 
And then the last one is kind of the same thing. But being alone gives you a gives you the best opportunity to enjoy and plan your life. I mean There's not much there's not much I can say on that one, but like just be it's more of the ideas like because you're alone. Because you have you have you ever heard of the saying the person who smiles the hardest is the one that's felt the most pain? I haven't, but I I agree with that. Yeah, so it's pretty much like the person who smiles. So, like, you smile and you appreciate things more because you were at a point in time where you didn't have any of it. That's pretty much what it's trying to say. Right. Which is, I don't, I say that because I think, uh, oh, where did I hear that from? I know it has something to do with anime, though. I'm not sure if it was from an anime, but I'm sure it has something to do with an anime. Like, the person who smiles the hardest cried the most. The person who's willing, to, who's the person who's willing to sacrifice the most for their friends, is because they had no friends to begin with. <laughs> like a stuff like probably that. yeah, because they the, yeah, they're the ones who went like they went through the most. So yeah, they, the person they, who's more willing to sacrifice more is already knows because they don't want no one else to feel the pain that they already felt. Right. Something like that. But see, that's that's also the issue. Like we we talked about before that like when when people deal with that feeling of loneliness depression whatever the case may be that they tend to like keep it inside because releasing it is not always easy and i think that's why more people are lonely now than in the past because for whatever reason i I don't really have like any stats on it or whatever but more people now don't don't reach out like they don't they don't ask for help no, it's all, it's all, it's also to do with that. So I'm actually I'm the one who brought up the subject of this, and the reason I brought it is because um there was a thing I saw that like sixty five or sixty six percent of profiles made on Tinder, on Tinder and other dating apps are mostly men that are just looking for people to spend time with. Well, but yeah. I also but I also learned that some of the people on those a lot of people who like who feel lonely also have an idea like. I think they have an idea of how like things are supposed to be that they may have to break out of themselves actually. Well, kind of like force themselves into it. No, so I brought this up. I was talking with two, I was talking with two of my friends today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Ah, fuck. I'm gonna say their name, soccer, because who the fuck cares? <laughs> they can yell at me later. Uh, I was talking to uh, my friend Nadia and uh, Alexis about about something like this. And there are guys who feel lonely, like they feel lonely, and they're on these on their and they're on these apps, and they're talking. I was like, "Damn, I feel lonely. Like I want this, but like you'll see them with another. You'll see them with people, or like with people, or they'll see them with other significant others, like the next week, something else, and they're still talking about they feel lonely." See, I, think, I feel like I think, that. Go ahead. And I feel like that's the type of thing we were just like. They're just like you feel lonely now because like I feel like you're forced you're trying to force something on someone instead of just enjoying the moment you are you have with this individual. Exactly. They're just trying to fill that that hole and that that void that's in them. They're not yeah. really looking for something of significance. They just want something. Yeah, they they recognize that they're lonely, but they're not really looking instead of just trying to try to enjoy it and maybe try to fill it in like naturally, they're just trying to force things into it to see if it works. Well, and if it doesn't, and if it doesn't, and if it may work, but it doesn't work the way they want it to work, they'll just get rid of it. Just they rather just be with the hole. 
And honestly, that's what leads to a lot of, I, I, won't, I don't want to say toxic relationships, but like just mismatched relationships where like it feels forced, it feels unnatural, and it's mostly because either the man or the woman, they they force themselves into that relationship because they're lonely and they're not necessarily seeking that value from the other person. They're just wanting to fill that loneliness. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they ignore it. Sometimes they address it. Sometimes it's just a fling. But it's like a lot of people do that. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I think that's honestly part of this. What led to most of the hookup culture is where you right. see people just having sex, just to have sex, and then they're like, "Why does no one like? I can't find someone to stay with me." And then you got look at them like, "Bro, like you don't look like you're looking to stay with anyone to begin with." That's Honestly. that's very true. Like a lot of people, they they end up being like very jaded about the whole idea of being with somebody, to the point where like they're constantly on guard and and they don't trust anything that their their partner is doing or yeah. stuff like that. And it's it's sad because it's it's, that, so and that's, weird. it's like a it's a meme because like you you see I see like videos on TikTok about it. Like uh, there was one I saw. I mean, I've seen it a few times, like, by different people, but, like, there's one where, um, like, the girl's on the guy's, or the the guy's phone goes off, like, a notification, and the girl picks it up, and just and the guy's just like, oh, yeah, take it, uh, answer it, or whatever. Oh, i seen it. You've seen it, right? <laughs> yeah, and, when, you're, when you're so used to talk, when you get, when you have your first non-toxic relationship. Exactly. And, she, and she's like, she's like, hey, babe, your phone's ringing. And he goes, like, answer it. She's like, what? What do you mean, answer it? He's like, yeah, answer it. See what it is. Exactly. Like, are, you, are, are you sure? And then he tells her the code, and she's like, I don't know what to do. Right. That's But that's how it is. And that's it's really sad that that's the joke now, that we've been accustomed to toxic relationships where everybody's trying to hide things from each other, that when it comes around that somebody's actually genuine, it's it's abnormal. It's weird. It's, they it's... don't, and they don't feel comfortable. They don't know how to respond to yeah, it. Yeah, then they don't least... feel comfortable. They'd be like, "Why is he so open?" Like, because then, that's how you're supposed to be. <laughs> then they leave. They're like, there's just a lot of people. I hate that thing because some people will be like, "It's it's not a real relationship if there's not something like that." I was like, "No, that's not how relationships are supposed to be to begin with." Right. I, I had fucking, a, I had a conference. fucking. I go because it's the same shit with where people will be like, Oh, I broke so it's like I had to break up with them because they weren't fighting for me. I'm like, Why are you making them fight to begin with? Yeah, you're no, not that's... supposed to their relationship, you're in a relationship to love each other, not to be opponent, not to be each other's opponents, right? It's not a freaking competition. So like he didn't fight. Like I left him because like he always was like agreeing with me. Like I felt like he would. I felt like like he wasn't man enough for like the guys. Like she would like every time I said something, she would just be like, you know what? I understand. Like she didn't fight me on it. Like maybe she like she had to be doing something. Like maybe like I don't know. I was like, yeah, dumb. But yeah. I was like, what? I mean, that's that just goes into the whole like detached era that we're in. Like nobody wants to be attached. They just want to have their out. They want to be able to cut ties the second that something happens, and it's it's for both men and women. Like they they, they equally are as like detached in relationships. Um, 
I forgot what I was going to say before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, like, get it back. Um, it had something to do I was talking to somebody. Yeah, was, um, you said you were talking to somebody, and then we laughed at each other. Damn, I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, it'll come but, back eventually. Yeah, it'll come back. But that just I'm I'm just saying like um that that's that type of uh, mentality is bred in loneliness because when you go for so long being alone, you tend to want to be alone after after a while. So the point where like when you start opening up, you start getting into relationships, like you just don't trust because you were left alone before, you know. Yeah, at a certain point, loneliness becomes loneliness. Definitely can become a home at a certain point, though. Not yeah. like not a good, not a good one, but like you're so used to it. You're so, as you said before, well, like you're when you're alone, you like to like you realize you're persevering and fight through it. It's the same thing how I feel when like when it comes down to pressure. I was like, oh, I lo- like I like it when the pressure's on me because like I can feel like I perform my best at that point. Right. There's nothing to lose. Yeah. But that's it's technically that's not a mindset that we should technically have, right? <laughs> um, well, so like another positive is um, when you when you are lonely and you you're in that state for a while, you tend to become comfortable with it. Like you said, like loneliness can become a home. And I felt like for a long time, and even to this day, like because I was alone for so long, dealing with my own stuff, like that became my safe space kind of where I feel more productive when I'm alone. Like even like now when I'm in a relationship, like I, I feel like when I'm alone, I can, I, I have more like, I, well, maybe you brief, you touched on it earlier. Like you have the motivation to do stuff. Yeah, I, I just... don't know why, why that is, but that's just how I am. Like I, I tend to want to do more when I'm alone I think or there's like two I reasons. am motivated to do stuff on when I'm alone. I think there's two reasons for that personally. But I I think one of those is because like you're alone so you feel you're more alone so like you feel like like to get to get the day going through you have to just keep doing stuff. Like to feel more motivated I guess like it's the way, what you said before when you're alone you try to distract yourself by being hyper focused on something else. Right. So I feel like that's one reason why, and a lot of another reason. The second reason could be that because you are uh, because you've gotten so used to doing things alone that you may not like other people's opinion on certain things that you do. You just like to do it when you're by yourself. You just well, might feel more comfortable just doing it by yourself than with others. Yeah, that I think it's mostly the latter that I feel more comfortable doing things by myself because I have been doing it for so long. That that's just my natural state to do things on my own. And it also that also leads into my issue of like asking for help and stuff like that because I'm just I always like to do stuff by deal with stuff by myself because that's what I've been doing for years. So it's hard to break out of that mental state. Yeah, some people they're like, okay. Yeah, and so it's very weird because Oh, what was I thinking? I'm not gonna lie to you, something my TV was just going in the background, and a person just showed up and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I did. Like, you know, like, when you get scared, but you can't yell, so your heart just beats fast. <laughs> what are you watching? It, nothing. It's just playing random stuff on YouTube. The, just the person uh, just scared. I, I, I hate those. Those, like, those are when I'm truly frightened. 
I only get I've only had like three of those and it hurts my it always hurts my left arm. Because <laughs> my heart just I, wait, what it heart, was it it was a scary video? No, it's not a scary video. It just it just happened you know like when you just see a person just show up in the corner of your eye just going towards you? That's uh, what it was. Okay. And the person was bigger like the person was this and it was did- just a tall it was just a tall person and the background was just so bright. And they were running towards the the camera and that it like, made it think it was it made it think it was real life, and it just got my it just made me jump. You felt like bit. that tingle down your spine, it's like oh shit. <laughs> I was and I just dead just stopped. I was like, what the? F-? I was like, Phew. I was like, god damn it. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, Fuck I was. Oh, uh, then my heart's skipping a beat, and now I'm afraid. Well, I was talking about um that um. My loneliness is, uh, oh, me, me being more productive when I'm alone is tied to me being lonely for so long. Yeah, and oh, so I think that really comes down to, I really think that's just a thing. I, I think it's because something you, I really, I know you said use the latter, but I think it's more of the first one. Where because, because like you feel alone and it's like a sad emotion. It's like the same thing when it comes to like when someone's trying to avoid depression. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, okay, I don't want to feel this way. Like I don't want to feel alone. I don't want to feel sad. So let me do this. That's like it has all of my attention to make to get it. So I don't have to think about feeling alone, feeling lonely anymore. Yeah. Like, know what I mean? Yeah. No, that actually that does make sense, and I tend to do that as well, or I like to. I think like that. Yeah, I feel because like, I I definitely went. I definitely had a moment of that. When I was like, I feel sad. Like I should be doing something to get my mind off of this. What can I do? Which like led to me doing more. I think that was the time where I did, I did a short story or I did a poem a day for like seven days straight. Hmm. Or I was like, I was like looking in more into like uh, Twitch streaming to see like how I can help the Twitch channel and everything. Like I did everything I could not to think about, not to just be alone for a while, just not to think about it. Right, but you always, but always remember you have to think, you have to face it eventually. Well, yeah, obviously, like it's not something you can just constantly like put on the back burner because then that ends up biting you in the ass later anyway. Yeah, when you're not able to handle, when you're not able to have emotional conversations with yourself or with your significant other or your family. Yeah, well, yeah, that that's. (laughs) I mean, I honestly see that's the problem. I feel like specifically with family. I feel like it's it's like a double-edged sword because and it really depends on like what how your family is and how close you are with them and stuff like that because at least in my experience people in my family have a certain uh perspective about me. Mm-hmm. So whenever um I well not that I've done it a lot but if I open up and reveal a side to them that they didn't really know about or ever think about it comes as a shock and then they end up looking at you differently granted this is my experience like i don't it's it could be different sometimes it could be a beneficial thing to open up to family but i feel like in my personal experience like family can be very judgmental and it can often be very bad for you, for your oh. mentality, at least. 
I to tell you that we talk about that. I always think when we talk about like having discussions with families, I always think of the thing I saw on TikTok and Instagram where they're just like, "Living with your family isn't free. You pay for it in your mental health and your oh, ability absolutely. to have conversation and your ability to make connections with people." Yeah, no, that's that's one hundred percent true. Yeah, um, I think if like staying with family for so long, like. Nothing I said, like, you don't, when you're in a, like, a healthy thing, you don't feel comfortable. Because, like, because when you, if you, like, been with your family where, like, something's always bad happening, like, something, some toxic thing is always happening. Mm-hmm. Where, like, oh, you can't talk to your mom without her trying to gaslight you or something like that. Right. That when you finally get that, when you finally get a regular relationship, you just don't know. You're just yeah. like, this is, like, this isn't what real love is. Like, real love is like, we have to struggle to make it. Like, no. Exactly. No, I, at all. that's funny you say that. I saw something, I can't remember if it was like on a video or something, but I saw something like that where this generation has been brought up to, to think that type of relationship is normal. That to struggle to communicate and to just struggle in general, that that's how you make it work when that's not how it's supposed to be like that's that's the opposite of what's supposed to be no shit. i i really do hate that mentality of like oh if you're not if we're not fighting each other we're not we're not really in a relationship i'm like you don't really have to fight each other to prove your relationship right arguments are like if you're able to have conversations and that's fine but you don't always have to argue with each other to prove you're in a relationship <laughs> yeah i in my opinion if you have to fight for someone's love it's not going to work. Like you shouldn't have to prove yourself or or beg somebody to feel the same way you feel. Mhm. Also, you should if that's another thing. This has nothing to do with loneliness, but like nah, some of you need to be lonely so I can understand empathy. Some of you don't understand empathy enough. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to go through loneliness to to really no, <laughs> no, I thought about it. some of y'all be wild. Y'all be like, "Oh, I don't understand this because like I can't relate to it." Be alone. You understand it then? <laughs> no, it's it's true. <laughs> not okay. So I, I'm not gonna name any names, but I know somebody who was kind. It was like that where throughout their life they they never really understood what it meant to just be like to do like to be about your own business you know they were always constantly like out with friends or out you know doing other things and trying to be like the not the party person but like the more outgoing and and uh extroverted person oh that person Um, was struggling well yeah and it (laughs) took them it took them (laughs) growing up and once everybody started like you know kind of leading their own lives they ended up being alone and they had to figure it out later on. You know what I mean? And oh, that's, man. I feel like that's really hard when you, when it just hits you because you have no choice but to feel alone. Yeah, that, that's gonna, somebody I need to get alone before you have to get to that point. Y'all don't know what to do anymore. It, it's, it's hard. Like, I, I honestly, like, I kind of, I'm glad that I went through it at a relatively young age because. It taught me how to manage it properly and to, uh, like we said, to properly like have an outlet that's oh. beneficial for it. Because if I were to how deal young? with it like now, for the oh, first you, time, I would have been done. Talking? How young were you? You know what I'm asking? <laughs> how young? I mean, the first time I felt lonely. <laughs> um, no, this is, when you been, like when you really were just by yourself. Like when was the oh, first time you were truly by yourself? And you're just like, okay, oh, yeah, so, um. 
the first time that I was like truly by myself that I felt like, yo, what the hell am I doing? It was, I want to say, I'm trying to think when I, how old I was. It was around 20... It was like 2007, 2008. So, asked, so the reason I asked this was because I thought, I was like, I learned, I, I kind of realized how my, what my empathy was, was because like, I had, I didn't really have any friends to hang out with. Well, I mean, that's, that's also plays a part in it. Yeah, honestly, like I didn't have no friends to hang out with out of school until I got to like the eighth grade in high school. So like yeah. until I got to thirteen, I was always in my house alone. I mean, I, mean, I, I was right I there with you. I didn't feel alone, but like at a certain point, you're just like I gotta. That's where you, you learn to really talk to yourself. Yeah, that's what. That's honestly where you learn. That's how I learned. I'm like, no, what is about this? Like, why do I like? What does that lead me to feel like that? I guess I can feel like that. I had a lot of emotional maturity at thirteen for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I of- <laughs> that's not the worst thing. I mean. <laughs> There's people who freaking don't have that, and they're thirty. Uh the shape that that's what we make fun of them. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, not um, on purpose, but like those are the people like you like when they write stories on like ten on like Reddit and Twitter. Like yo, this person was this, this, and this, and then they're like, oh damn, that sucks. Or like they'll be like, "You in the wrong for that? You know this, right?" You're like, "What right. do you mean I'm in the wrong?" <laughs> it's like, the the, it's like a wake up call that is just like, "Yo, am, there's actually a subreddit." Um, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Could <laughs> I tell you that has consumed my TikTok timeline, Wow. <laughs> Yo, that is, that is all of my TikTok. My that's most of my for you page right now. They yeah, it's it's those are the people who never went through that, who never were alone. That they're just oblivious to how much of an asshole they really are. Some of them are really, some of them are truly assholes. Some of them are just like, I, I, my people are telling me I'm an asshole. I don't know what to think. Just like I'm gonna tell you all the story that I have, and y'all can just tell me. It's like some of them, like, like part of like I don't know what to tell you, but some, now, some, some like, of them, yeah. some of them, they're pretty like, damn, like that's a real situation you got there. Uh, you hear it be like, yo, you want like you probably should call the cops also, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think I think the one that the one that really stands out to me that I'm thinking about right now because we're almost at the end, we're at the end of the second, <laughs> right? And this hour passed by really fucking fast. It did. I didn't realize I was and I was looking right at the freaking timer too. <laughs> no, that's fine. This one I always remember. This one was talking about how this dude says this guy is gay and he's dating his neighbor. Who also happens to be gay, uh-huh. but his family is homophobic. Whose family? His parents. His parents are homophobic. And they're very the, the person's parents. The person's parents is homophobic and very religious, so they don't like gay people. Oh. He's gay, and his sister, the gay, and his his younger sister is obsessed with the guy he is dating. Oh. <laughs> and so the sister finds out, like, finds out that they're dating because, like, she's like, she's for herself. Like, she was about, she was stalking the neighbor. Like, she was looking through the window and she saw them making out. And she's like, break up with him so I can, like, have a date with him. What? I'm going to tell my parents that you're gay. I'm like, that's what? Blackmail. What ki- <laughs> I was going to say, what kind of blackmail is that? I was like, that's blackmail and extortion, my brother. Like, you can definitely, like, you can put a charge on this bitch. Honestly, yeah, I'm pressing charges on this bitch. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> that is she is out of line for even asking that. All right. Pressure on this bitch for stalking to begin with. How dare you look through someone's window? That's wild. Second. <laughs> Speaking of, because I, I, I <laughs> now that we're talking about this, I, I just remembered one that I saw. It, it made the rounds um, on social media. It was um, there was one that it was about a, a I'm I'm a, I don't know if they said if they were a boy or a girl, but there was somebody who's living in a house and their stepfather. I think they had just turned 18 and their stepfather was asking them to pay rent oh. on the house. But <laughs> it came out that because um, the father had died, but the father owned the house. And when he died, the 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 oh. title was, or the, the whatever, the home ownership went to the daughter or the the with the child, their child. The child. Yeah. Mm. So technically, the person owned the house. And the stepfather was asking them to pay rent. And to then, their own house? Yeah, so then Yo. they flipped it on the stepfather and was just like, no, you pay rent. <laughs> and they asked, am I the asshole for doing that? And I was just oh, like, wait. I mean, no, no talk- but... Not really, but like, not the best way to handle that situation. <laughs> right, it's like you're just asking for it to be awkward because you still got to live with each other. What you did is called retaliation, and it's not right. the best, but it's funny. <laughs> it is <laughs> funny. I'll give you that. I probably shouldn't have done it, but you know, who am I to judge? Hey, we all handle the things differently. <laughs> oh, I'll never. Oh, we're going to be on this for the next two minutes. I feel it, but there's another one that just came in my head. It's not, I'm not going to go through it, but it's like, uh, it's about the another one where this dude, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but like, their father died, and then their mother married somebody else. But their father died when they were, like, one years old. Mm-hmm. So the mother remarried another person who also had a one-year-old, and then they had another child together. But then, like, he noticed the person, he or she noticed that, like, whenever, like, the father was doing stuff, like, he kind of treated the kids, he tried to treat the other kids better than he treated that person. Right. And, like, they were going on trips, like, Family bonding trips where he would take only his kids. Oh, without the... Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. So when the person asked the dad, was like, why can't I go? He's like, you should go with your mom because, like, I'm not really your parent. And I wouldn't want to ruin thought... I wouldn't want to ruin the authentic thing. Like, water it down because you're not my child. And then they left. So when he came back on the weekend, the person was like, yo, what's up, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, yo, he's like, you call, and then, like, at, that was, like, at the dinner table for everybody. No, and then they're, like, he's like, why did you call me Tom? He's like, because you said you're not my dad. Like, no. you're not my real parent, so, you know, I'm Damn. not going to call you dad or anything like that. I'm going to call you by your name now. Right. Because you, you start, wanna... like, <laughs> you said it, and then his, the mom was like, oh, you should have treated, like, you shouldn't be like that. He raised you since he was one. I was like. He's like, am I the asshole for it? My brother's like, nah, fuck that nigga. How dare you tell me this? <laughs> Get mad. Right, especially after they, the way they treat you. I don't care who the hell you are. If you raise me. Yeah, word. Like, if I'm not your... If you said I'm not your child, you ain't my parent. What's good? Is What's the, good, yeah. Tom? What's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't see the problem here. <laughs> calling, calling a parent by the first name is fucking hilarious, though. No, <laughs> so it's, it's weird. <laughs> Especially when the person's name is Tom. That's hilarious. <laughs> what up, Tom? What up, Tom? What's good? 
How was work? You hanging out with your boy Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> You're ridiculous. What? <laughs> so, Wait, this, one more. this is Tom's fault. I was gonna. <laughs> in, in summary, y'all there... need to be lonely. Nah, no. fuck this. <laughs> some of y'all need to spend some time alone to understand your feelings. And it's very obvious y'all haven't done it yet. <laughs> Getting sick of this shit. It turned into sympathy, now I'm angry. <laughs> my empathy is all along with my sympathy. Now you catch these hands. Now I'm angry. <laughs> my right hand's named Empathy. My left hand's named Sympathy. You about to catch it. <laughs> You can pick one or the other. <laughs> my sympathy and my empathy is very strong together. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. All right, let's 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 wrap this up. <laughs> uh, empathy, of all the empathy was five letters. It'd be funny. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Get tattooed across my hand. Which one? You want E, E, you want E, M, or P? <laughs> so where where can they reach us at? Oh my God! If you please, if you have any comments or anything you want to say to us, please, uh, you can email us at excusemebrotherpodcast at gmail dot com, which I probably should go look at. It's been two weeks since I looked at it. Oh! If you want, you can DM us. You can send us a DM on excuse underscore me underscore brother, and that's what that ends with an A, not an E R. So it's brother A, brother with an A, not an E R, on Instagram. Always leave uh, when this goes on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a comment. I do read those. I try my best to respond to what I can. If I can't respond to it, I just like it. It'd be like thank you, and be like thank you for the thank you for anything for thing you said. I mean, like, that's, uh, that's acknowledgement. Yeah, I forgot one of our one of the people who listened to us because when I first put it on uh, when I first put it on YouTube, I forgot the hashtags, and they're like, man, oh yeah, like, this is a great this is a great episode. Don't forget the hashtag. So I said thank you and liked it. And I haven't got it since. <laughs> well, I mean, you listen. Yeah, I always listen. You can't ever... No one's ever said I wasn't a good listener. <laughs> well, They said I just don't communicate well. There's a difference. Ha! <laughs> 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 I mean... That, that's it for the podcast, everybody. <laughs> well, I'll see you next time. One of these hands is ready to eat for everyone. <laughs> Oh, you Goku? You seen that? <laughs> hey, it's me, Goku! <laughs> <laughs>